Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, formerly known as Let's Take About It, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center, as well as our friends at Global Septic. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Eric Trent and sports writer Alec Dietz. And fellas, football has finished. It's over. Thoughts? It was a fun year. It was, yeah. It was fun, eventful. I don't think I was ever super surprised by things. Maybe Tenino was surprising. Tenino was surprising, yeah. They were surprising. Yeah. Um, um, WFS was a little surprising. They had a pretty good run. Yeah. So we thought they were going to be good, and I think they probably could have gone a little further maybe if they would have had some uh, a better injury luck. Yeah. 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 Fugate would have stayed healthy. Their offensive MVP uh, stayed they healthy. They would have beat yeah. Prosser if they had Fugate, I think. Well, that's a, that's a take. All right. Um, yeah. So do you guys want to talk about which games you covered this last weekend and how they went? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's start with Trent. You were in, where was it? Puyallup? Puyallup. For Linden versus Tumwater. And I'm sure your heart was torn in two different directions covering this one. Kind of was. I know Linden pretty well. I know the coach really well. Um, it was, yeah, it was, uh, and it was not what I expected. I thought Tumwater was going to win. Uh, they scored a touchdown in the fir- on their opening drive of the game. Tumwater did, uh, and then were held scoreless the rest of the game, and I would not have guessed that. Tumwater just lined up in a jumbo set with one receiver, three running backs, and two tight ends, and just ran straight at Linden. Yeah. Just ran. And, and it looked- didn't work? Tumwater couldn't stop him. Oh, sorry. Oh, Linden T- ran Linden, the jumbo stuff. Linden ran the jumbo stuff, something that they hadn't done all year, mm-hmm. and they – Put this kid in, the, uh, Cade Slayton, had three rushing touchdowns. It's a hell of a name. Yeah. <laughs> it is a hell of a name. They put him at quarterback, and he, Tom Martyr didn't know this, but he had an injured shoulder, and he couldn't even throw. So he was in there only to run, and that's all they did. They put him in there with two backs and ran wow. right up the middle. All right. Um, yeah, and uh, how was your time in Puyallup covering this? It was good. I met up with uh, Haley Palmer, the Cascadia Daily News sports editor, and also their photographer, Haley Hoffman. And we ate at Trackside Pizza. And a, it's called that because there's a railroad track literally right next to it. And an Amtrak flew by at 60 miles an hour when we were sitting there. It was pretty wow. cool. It so was scary. So you not only saw football, but you saw a train. <laughs> it was crazy. sounds crazy. I've never seen a train go 60 through the middle of town. It was nuts. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, season uh, final season thoughts on Tumwater. They finished... What were they like eight and three, nine and three, something and like that? Ten and three, I think. Something in three. Three losses. They had three losses. Second in state. Good year. It was a really good year. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe they're not going to be back there again. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Tom Water Linden again next season. Okay. All right. And Alec, uh, I, I, I was with you. I kind of tagged along. Yeah. I also went to Lakewood to cover Napavine Kalama, and I used cover in big scare quotes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got to hang out. I got to just kind of mix it up with some reporters. Uh, a good old yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. We saw Casey Johnson up on the concourse. We did. We did see Casey Johnson. Casey yeah, yeah. He, he brought the trophy. Yeah. Oh. He was holding the trophy. I didn't think not, he'd give it up. Not sure like how that worked <laughs> out where he's just in charge of the trophy, but good for him. Cause he's probably been there longer than any other coach in the state. Uh, he's pretty close in the two B's. He's been there since so two. So like 19, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he took over the year after I graduated high school, actually, I think you were so class of, I was Oh one. And then I think he did the Oh one Oh two 
like school year football season or the next one he was there. I can't remember which one. Anyway, uh, yeah, Napavine played Kalama in the state finals. It was a close one, 16-14. Uh, Napavine had an eight-point lead with five minutes to go after a goal line stand, but then they gave up a safety, and Kalama came back down and scored. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, and then they notched that uh, two-point conversion to put him ahead. Did yeah. it feel like Kalama was going to come back when Napavine had that eight-point lead? It was... As soon as the safety happened, I I, I thought Clem was going to win. Yeah, was it was one of those like, oh no, like that's a momentum swing. Yeah, and giving it back to Jackson Essery with five minutes on the clock—that's just exactly the situation you wanted to avoid. Yeah, <laughs> let's well, let's start there. Uh, Jackson Essery, um, you wrote in the notes, Jackson Essery, pretty good. It's probably exactly what I would have written. Um, it was, We're learning. Uh, yeah. He's learning. Esri was like, I don't think it was his best game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, he, But he was constantly out of the pocket. And like he's used to being out of the pocket, but he was out of the pocket with a lot more pressure than normal, I feel like. He got sacked seven times. Yeah. Like his rushing totals weren't what they normally would be. He was hit for a lot of loss of yards, but he still went like what? 18 to 26 passing. Yep. 216 yards. And he was very good at getting flushed out and running around. And right when you think that like three Napavine kids are just going to like hammer him, he'd fling something up and like the, the O'Neill kid would catch it. Right. Like a flying duck or like a, what are they lame called? Duck. A lame duck. Yeah. Like these passes just float down to kids in the flat and then they take off and it's a like first down. You're like, Jesus, man. Like, right. They're not like, they weren't the plays that you expect S3 to be making for big gains. It was just kind of, he was like, you know, uh, playing by the seat of his pants. He did it really well. Yeah. Yeah, He looked good. Yeah. I I think for me, it was, it was the, I like, I I also said this in the notes. I think Navavine on defense did pretty much everything it needed to do to win that football game up until the final five minutes. Yeah, I agree. And even then, like, you look at it at the end of the day, if you're Napline and you come out of it and you're like, okay, we gave up 14 points to Kalama, which is averaging 47 a game coming into this. Like, we're in good shape. It was just offensively. Kalama's defense, but like, they were impressive. They didn't give up. They gave up maybe one one or two big plays. Yeah. Uh, Max Cox was kind of like the low-key MVP, I think. Max Cox was really good. I think Jackson Essery is just a monster at linebacker safety, cleaned everything. I mean, the the biggest thing was Gavin Parker did nothing all game. I mean, he was just a non-factor. 11 carries, 19 yards. I mean, and he only caught two passes for 37 yards. I mean, you know, arguably their best skill position player didn't really do much. And then Lucas Dahl had, I want to say, four or five touches all game. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and that's a kid with like 11-2 speed out there, district you know, sprint champion that they just couldn't really get the ball. And then the, the deep ball wasn't working. Uh, a thing with Navavine this year is they haven't really had to operate in the red zone a lot this season because they've scored on so many different explosive plays. Yeah. So there were a couple times where they could kind of drive down and they got inside the red zone and either turn turnover would happen. Uh, turnover on, they turned it over on downs in the red zone. I want to say two or three times. Yeah. Um, and it's just like they, because they didn't really have to do it all year. And Kalama's defensive front was getting a lot of push. And um, you, when you can't run the ball and you, you're forcing your sophomore quarterback to to be try to making throws on on a shortened field in the red zone like that, I think it's tough. So, yeah. and then again, no no deep ball. I mean, they didn't connect on on any of those those deep balls. He got picked off three times going over the middle. Yeah. Um. So. 
Yeah, it's uh, Columbus defense. I think it's the the gold star for this one. Um, they bottled up Napvine. They did a nice job. Um, Essery was good. And uh, yeah, Napvine, good season. Uh, they played a hell of a game. It was an interesting finale to the year. Uh, it was a good game. Not the good game we expected, but it was it was entertaining. Yep, yep. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, like it... It, I think it lived up in just a, that it was a really good game playing played between really... I mean, you could tell when you were there, oh, these are the two best teams in the state by far. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of backed up everything that we'd watched to that point in the season. You know, I mean, it was all year. It was like, you know, when are we going to get to see Kalama play Napavine? When are we going to get to see Kalama play Napavine? So um, I think in that regard, it lived up to the hype. Yeah, it did. And football season is over. Uh, real quick, what was your favorite thing about this football season? I, th- I like tonight watching Tonino's run, mm-hmm. seeing them be that good, yeah. the best team in 35 years or whatever. That was the funnest thing for me to watch. All right. Uh, Alec, what was your favorite part of the football season? Yeah, I think it it kind of goes hand in hand with that. I think it was just all the, the first, not maybe not firsts, but first times and whatever we saw. I mean, it was, it was such a historic season for so many different teams. Winlock, you know, won uh, you know, made it to the the quarterfinals for the first time and who knows how long, um, had a really debatable. successful year, debatable. Yeah, literally debatable, but, uh, but a really successful season for the first time in a while to Nino doing what they did. Um, God, what are they? They're ninth in the entire country, according to max preps and rushing yards <laughs> total 5, in the country. Yeah. Is that uh, all based off their first round game? <laughs> maybe i don't know they average like 450 rushing yards a game so and that's like insane so like the year they had um you know i think just a, a bunch of teams um in the area had a lot of really good seasons which was just really cool to see yeah all right uh let's see i can attest to the bathroom situation at harry e lang stadium but eric trent how was it in Puyallup, was Spark Stadium? Is that what it is? Spark Stadium. What were the bathrooms like at uh, Trackside uh, oh Pizza? <laughs> I actually did use the bathroom there. The bathrooms, you know, they were okay. Uh, the The bathrooms at Sparks were way worse. The stadium itself is awesome. You go into the bathrooms and it's like stepping back into 1980. There's just troughs oh, yeah. for everyone to use. And it's oh, like, yeah. come on. This is 2021. <laughs> and the whole time you were standing there at those troughs thinking. Th- wh- wh- why? Where's the global septic? <laughs> Yeah, where's, Bathroom, come on. where's the Gobel Septic Portable Sanitation Station? I mean, they, they, they provide them all over Southwest Washington. Thurston County, Lewis County, Mason County, Callis County, Grace Harbor County. Apparently not whatever county Puyallup is in. Pierce County? Is that the word? I think it's Pierce. Pierce, yeah. Probably Pierce County. So. Gobel Septic provides septic pumping, septic inspection, septic riser installation, commercial septic pumping and i'm sure they get this at trackside pizza grease trap services <laughs> porta potty rentals and portable sinks of course uh visit gobelseptic.com or call 360-736-2167 if you're looking for a little septic work or maybe you just want to you know throw a porta potty out there and uh, rough it for a while uh, we're, we're not here to judge uh happy to have them as a sponsor and uh, let's let's move on from there. Other sports are happening. Basketball season started. What's uh, one big highlight you guys have seen so far? Trying to talk about your favorite team. Yeah, what's your oh, favorite my team? Favorite t- my favorite, the dark horse team, I think, this year is Winlock Girls Basketball. Uh, go on. They're 2-0 two, two and oh right now. Oh. 
torrent start. I don't. I don't <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. So we already know they had Addison Hall and Madison Vigor. Vigor. Now they have Charlie Carper from PL. First oh, yeah. team all they, league. Uh, they absorbed PL. Yeah. She averaged like 17 points a game last year or something. She's for a good player. Yeah. So they are legit, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make it to state this year. What? Who's their comp? But what? Okay. Obviously, I know this answer, but what what league are they in? They're in the two B C two B R, right? Which is a tough league. But they're not in the one B league that the football team's in. No, Winlock is only one B in football. Okay, all right. Yep. Okay. Uh, how do you think they're going to stack up with the rest of the uh, you know traditional powers in the C two B L? You know, Adna is going to be up there. I think vying and Winlock for the, beat the title. I can't remember the last time a Woodlock girls basketball team beat Adda. It's, I don't know. I don't know. That's Can they be beat a, a Wakayakum? I don't know yet. I They're my dark horse. I, I think it's going to be fun to see. The cool mm-hmm. thing is I think they have six bids. I think it was five or six bids to state. So I think I definitely I like think they're one of the top. Year. Yeah. You think you're calling it already. I'm calling Winlock it. to state. Winlock's going to go to state. They're definitely you, top six. Do in you the want district. me to give you Matt Beatty's number and you guys can get together and, you know, cry if you're wrong later <laughs> in the year. It's a hot take. I know it's, that is a wild take. I think that's <laughs> I your know. hottest take on record so far. When was good. the last time they made it to state? They're it's good. probably been a long, long time. Girls? Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, uh, they haven't since I've been here. So before 2000 and I want to say it's probably like 2005 ish. Mm. I don't know. I can't remember it. I'm back checking, in Sam I'm back in Titch days. Yeah, they had decent teams uh, when I started in like 2006, 7, 8 in there. Um, but yeah, I can't remember the last time Winlock girls would have gone to state. You guys mm-hmm. did a really good job talking while I was looking. 2000, 2003, 4 in 1A. They were sixth. Oh, they probably had... Uh, it's the only time that they have ever placed in state. I think they had one of the Bryant girls then. There was two Bryant girls that were pretty good. Yep, they beat Archbishop Murphy, Warden, and then lost to Lindritzville and Napavine. Uh, okay. To finish sixth in state. Archbishop huh. Murphy, Warden, Lindritzville, and Napavine were all in the same classification at one point with Winlock. Yes, in That's one wild. A. That's wild. Back in 2004. Uh, yeah, those were the days. All right, uh, so that's your big surprise so far. Alec, what do you got? What's what's surprising about basketball so far? I don't know if anything's been really surprising. Um, what, 10904 I don't know if that's surprising given the level of competition they've played. Yeah, Ouch. who have they played? Nobody. Are, they lining Are up we like, playing this game again? Yeah, who, <laughs> we're not going to start it up yet. But like, but for real, like, who has tonight? I literally beat, don't know. They They've, beat a one and four Rochester team. Okay. Rochester, I think, beat a two B team for their one win. Um, they beat. Who else did they beat? Rainier. They beat Rainier. Yep. They beat. Who they beat? They beat a uh, th- three Rivers Christian last time. Something Seton Catholic. Seton? No, not Seton Catholic. Listen. <laughs> I can't remember. We're already I don't know. getting into the three-year Christian Seton Catholic. <laughs> They're 4-0. They, uh, they, they barely won every one of those yeah, games. Yeah, they turned the ball over 31 times in their last win. So they're That's they're fun. they're very young. They're post-driven with Takari Hickel and Jack Burkhart in there. They got um, three freshman starters. Three freshman starters. Don't they starters. have just like a bunch of like really tall young kids, like a bunch of cousin Greg's out there. Yeah, pretty much. They have yeah. a bunch of six foot two, six foot three freshmen, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, if they could put it together, you know, and Hey, for being four and oh, and 
needing work to do is better than being owned for with work to do. So yeah. that's true. Um, Rainier girls beat Tenino. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Tenino's got Ashley scouts going to central. Yeah. The Rainier yeah. girls seem like they're going to have a good year. Um, Raymond is, is doing really well. Cure Gardner's a stud. I can finally attest to that. She is, in fact, a better basketball player than a volleyball player. Where is she <laughs> playing next year? What's her deal? Washington State. Oh, okay. Yes, cool. going D1. She's just incredibly smart. She, like, I, I watched her play against Napa Vine, and they were doubling her, and she was like, okay. You know, and she just, like, passed to the open teammate literally every single time, and they might not have finished it. She would have finished with, like, 20 assists probably in the game. Um, but yeah, she, she's very like, even when she doesn't need to take shots, she's just r- a really smart basketball player. What do you think about Brumfield? Uh, the, the WFS? which one? Drea. I haven't watched her play yet. Oh, you uh, watched. You yeah. You got to give your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. She's really good. If they had a, <laughs> what <if> they, <laughs> no, if they had a second, a legit second score, they would be very tough to beat, but they kind of don't. Where are they at this year? What's their what's their record? What are they they are like? three and one. Three and one. Yeah. Um, they just beat Shelton sixty six oh, yeah, to ten. The old uh, doormat Shelton. Yep. It's them and Tumwater, um, and then the rest. Their of the only loss oh, yeah. was to four A Olympia. Um, That's four uh, A Olympia. It's coached by Dustin Workman, okay. former Mossy Rock boys coach. I was gonna say Workman he is took a- him to the state champion. No, he didn't. That was Kelly Ross took up the championship. They uh, they they struggle on offense a little bit. Uh, that that girls Bearcats team. Um, it's going to be. They definitely need someone to kind of step up and score from because I think in that loss they they scored like thirty five points or something. Um, and even in their wins, they're not really other than the Shelton one. They're not like I think against Montesano they were in the low forties or something in their wins. Like they're going to need to. Defense is very good and elite, and yeah. it's going to take them a far ways. But I think if they really want to get into that upper echelon, they're going to need someone other than Drea to to rely on to score the ball. Did they yeah. beat Montesano? Yes, with uh, with your your girl, the MVP for Montesano, Paige Lisherness. Paige Lisherness. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they did. I think Montesano only scored like twenty points. So the defense again is elite. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I I think if they want to keep up with Tumwater, who's having a really good start to their year too, and and the Ellensburgs of the world. Ellensburg oh. beat LaSalle 79 to 9. Oh, wow. Yes. Just running up scores now, huh? Yeah. Somebody Apparently, LaSalle's pretty good too, right? LaSalle will uh, beat Lyndon Christian in the state championship in 2019. LaSalle was the team that Mossyrock beat for the 2007 state championship too. Mm-hmm. So Ellensburg just beat him by 70. Well, maybe you should call their athletic director and write him a stern letter. I <laughs> will not. Stop running up the score. No, I'll tell the other team just to be better. Get it under control, <laughs> Cole. uh okay my surprise of the year based on the box scores i've seen uh centralia boys landed count had like 38 in a game 38 and and one that's awesome i haven't seen a centralia player score that many since hodges bailey so he's good playing he's good i i think uh i've seen centralia actually i think i've only seen him once but um the key is going to be what they do when teams start doubling Cout because they did lose their last game because he was getting a lot of attention. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they can. And they're also not the biggest team. So they're really going to have to either outshoot teams, out hustle teams, um, and someone other than Cout's going to have to step up every night. Um, how do we feel about the Swamp Cup boys basketball this year? I think it's going to be good. Yeah. It'll be better than in years past. I think, I think yeah. so. I think WF West. Uh, I, I I think they've they've been good this year, but they haven't blown me away by 
any measure. Well, I they think blew out Shelton. They did blow out Shelton. Well, 63-49. They, um, they've got some holes that they haven't had in years past. Um, mm-hmm. They lost a lot of guys and a lot of new faces are stepping up. Um, you know, which isn't to stay to say that they could step up and get back to that level. But, you know, right now they're, you know, um, uh, you know, Soren Dalen is stepping up for him this season, but he, he's a new face. Um, yeah. and you know, Dirk Plackinger has to take on more of a role there. And then, uh, you know, they're starting a freshman at guard Gage Brumfield. Um, yeah, he's a pretty well-established freshman though. It sounds pretty like pretty well-established, but he's still a freshman. So How tall is Brentfield, like six one, six two, six one, six two, six one, six two. Yeah, he's pretty raw. He'll grow. Definitely. He's pretty raw, though. He from from what I've seen, you know, he needs some work, uh, which isn't to say that he's talented and can contribute. He's a freshman played varsity ball, exactly. But that's why I think that the the Swamp Cup this year might be interesting, just because Centralia's got some some upperclassmen that have a little more experience, and yeah. you know, you uh, they run that not a, necessarily a full court press, but they, you know, pressure the ball pretty well. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to have to ask Brumfield to not turn the ball over when he gets pressured like that. And, um, you know, with count there at the top. So, uh, I think it'll be interesting this year. Okay. Uh, what's going on in the two B boys landscape. We've already discussed uh Winlock's pending state championship, but on the boys side, how are things looking? Who's good? You got to talk about your favorite team again. <laughs> <laughs> team Morton, Morton White Pass? Yeah. Morton White Pass is going to be Chad good. got his boys ready? Yeah, and I think Josh Salguero is, should be getting cleared for eligibility soon, which is going to be a huge boost because they're already good without him right now. I think they're 2-0. and mm-hmm. I think so, yeah, and they're they're looking good. Yeah, they've beaten teams pretty convincingly. They look pretty good. Who have they played so far? They beat Mossy Rock, but Mossy Rock's without mm-hmm. all-area player Gunnar Mulligan, uh-huh. who broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did they beat? They beat. Did they play? Was it a private school? I feel like they also played like a three rivers Christian or a yeah something some sound like Christian involved or, or rivers, yeah something, something like, like that. Or, they but, haven't been tested um, yet. It's going to be tough to tell how good these teams are until they start playing each other. Yeah, um, Adna I think will be pretty good. Adna should be good, but Adna lives and dies by that three ball. You know they'll. If they're hitting all of them, then look out. But, um, you know, when I was watching that Black Hills game in their opener, they got off to a 14-0 lead and then gave it up because it started drying up from out from. Did, uh, they, out did their game with uh, Kalama Tuesday night get uh, postponed? Yes. yes. Kalama has not played out. yet this yeah. year. Yeah. So, yeah, Mornoy passes beat Le Center and Mossy Rock, and they've got Adna tonight. Right. Le Center. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. In Randall. That'll be interesting. One. Yep. It's oh, going to be. So, yeah, this In is when Wolf's we're going to start seeing who's, cool who's good. Yeah. A cool arena. Yeah. I've never been out there for a game. You haven't? It's too far away, man. It's it's a cool gym. I've That's covered, what Chad like, was giving us crap for. He's like, oh, the Chronicle hasn't come out here in five yeah, decades. And then I, Trent I went out there and now he's, they love him out there. They I have uh, a stage on one end of the court. And, oh, behind he must one have of the Morton. Morton, yeah. Yeah, I'm at Randall. I've covered a game in Morton. Oh, I've never years been ago. But I also like drove across the mountain to cover them playing in the Sundome Classic a few times. So I earned. <laughs> Don't be credit. mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> Chad. Um, yeah, we should get Chad on the pod. He's fun. A bunch of people want to come on. Oh, a bunch of the Onalaska athlete girl athletes want to come on. They okay. offered to come out here, and, and they said they'd we help get boost it. our ratings. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, the sports podcast does do better on, uh, on Spotify and iTunes and like actual podcast apps, the news dump, which is, hmm. 
Schwartz does not believe me, but those are that's the truth. I, we're always getting people coming up to us talking about the podcast. It's <laughs> yeah, surprising. Yeah, younger demographic. Kids want to hear us talk about sports and yeah. you know, make fun of each other. Uh, yeah, so Morton White Pass has got Adna tonight, and then they're at Stevenson. That's a, God, that's a long drive. Beautiful drive, that's though. That's a long drive beautiful, for beautiful Morton. Drive. <laughs> 3.30 game. They get out there with the sun. Whew. Um, all right. Who is so who? Adna, Morton White Pass. Uh, Kalama's going to be good when they get back. They yeah. got For S3. boys. Yeah. Uh, Napa Vine's going to be good. Yeah. Again, all the football players coming back. They're opening their season on Saturday. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, before we get into some all area stuff, do you guys want to talk about furniture? Always. Uh, who wants to, who wants to discuss their, their terrible living situation at home? (laughs) You know, I'd love to, I, I I know you do. Um, I feel like we should send your boy Kirschenbaum a uh, link to Elam's home. (laughs) I think we should too. He's asking for cash as soon as he meets you. Like that's a, that's a bad sign. I know. I sit down at the table and he walks over. He's like, do you have any cash? (laughs) Who who are you? (laughs) So I just want some food. He's like, (laughs) Alex said you're good for it. (laughs) I have $3. He's like, I'll take it. I was like, what's offering? (laughs) Anyway, uh, I imagine Kirschbaum has, uh, you know, some nice secondhand furniture in his place. Yeah, probably he strikes me as a, a good dude. I liked him. Yeah. He warmed up once he got that hot dog. I bought him, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he should definitely check out our friends at Elam's home furnishings and mattress gallery, uh, 1530 South gold street in Centralia. Uh, they got all the best stuff. You know, you could go over there and check out their, their living room sets, you know, group seating, individual seating, storage accents, their bedroom sets, beds, accessories, accents, and storage, benches and chairs, vanities and mirrors, wow. mattresses, <laughs> dining room sets, you know, entertainment centers, you know, office things of that nature. <laughs> um, and of course, they've got great mattresses. So if you guys are sleeping poorly, go see our friends at uh, Elon's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. They will hook you up and you will sleep like the baby that you are. <laughs> uh, their phone number 807-1211 send them an email if that's what you need to do info at elamshf.com happy to have them as a sponsor they got some cool stuff uh, let's go into all area teams both of soccer and girls soccer and volleyball are out correct yes, yes. still working discuss. on football we can discuss yes yeah which one do you guys want to talk about first soccer okay oh easy why, why? Uh, it's just the he doesn't like volleyball. Mm. No, not that because of that. <laughs> it was the first one on the list. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's your who's your MVP? Our MVP is Toledo senior forward Marina Smith. Um, she the best player around. She is. It was actually tough. It was a tough decision. To, there was a there was a lot of girls that had a, you know could could have been given this spot, but Marina had. She led our area in, with thirty goals. Helped good. Toledo to their best finish ever at state uh, fourth place finish. Um, I mean, she scored five goals in one game. She had a pretty good year. It was it was basically came down to goals because nobody had. She broke the school record single season goals, which was twenty eight. Whose record did she break? It's a good question. Come on, man. I know, I know. <laughs> you didn't even ask. <laughs> it's like if somebody oh she broke a record, you got to ask like, well, whose record? What what yeah. was the record? Otherwise, it's like oh, some guy fifty years ago had two goals in the game, and we stopped keeping yeah. track after that. 
It was it was in the thick of the playoff race, and it's like the time yeah. Winlock's basketball coach told me that it was their first ever district championship in the 125 year history of Winlock basketball. And after like Ben Zimmerman from the Daily News is covering the same game, and he wrote that and put it in the story, and I was like, I don't know, this doesn't sound right. And I looked it up, and basketball had only been invented like a hundred <laughs> years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Great move by old man Vigors. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Toledo senior forward, Marina Smith, all area MVP. Uh, do you want to go through the rest of the picks? Yeah. Yep. Uh, also who made it? Um, Alex Cleveland Barrera, keeper from on Alaska, 111 saves. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. 89% save rate and eight uh, clean sheets and five shutouts. Consistently. When we would talk to coaches after games, they would say she's the best keeper in the area. So, um, from the coaches themselves, it's hard to right. leave her out. Two time all area pick too. Cool. Who else um, we got? Senior Rose Dillon from Toledo. Uh, she had, she broke the school record. Once again, we don't know who, who it was. Oh, she uh, also broke the scoring record. Single, four assists. Star assists. Oh, single assists. season, 23 assists. Did they all go to Marina Smith? Most. A, of, a lot of them probably did. Probably yeah. Most of them did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rose was pretty good at scoring too, though. She finished with quite a few goals. Um, 11, 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then again, she was one of those seniors that helped, uh, Toledo get their first ever state trophy. Yep. Uh, Kaylin Dowling defender from WF West. She was the best defender on a pretty good defensive Bearcat team. Uh, she was first team all league in the two in the Evco. All right. I see you got Olivia Hunter from Tenino on here as well. Yes. Schultz finally conned you into putting one of his players on an all area <laughs> team. He wanted five. He wanted five. He wanted five. He wanted five, and we told him just we couldn't do five. Yeah, too we many. did three. Too many. Yeah. Uh, we did three. Um, yeah. yeah, Olivia was good. She dominated the the midfield and the defensive side. You know, her her goal numbers wouldn't looks don't look crazy or anything, but she was definitely one of the more dominant uh, defensive minded midfielders in our area. Yep. Uh, Macy Kalnoski was next from Adna. She was a senior, um, one of three pirates on our list. Uh, she was a goalkeeper and a forward, um, came up really clutch in the, uh, the state semifinals in the state, uh, title game. She didn't allow a goal in either game. Um, cause they won in PKs the first game and lost in PKs the second. So, um, uh, probably, uh, second best goalkeeper in our yeah. area, or at least one of them. She allowed one goal in the entire state playoff. Playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you got Callie Lawrence from Alaska, C2BL South Division MVP, seven goals and three assists. And the Luggers got fourth at districts and went to state. Not yep. bad. Yep. Uh, Megan Letts tonight, what's, what's her deal? She was the offensive MVP of the 1A Evergreen. Um, she, 11 goals, 10 assists. Not bad. She's one of their, yeah, in the, in the midfield again. I think she moved to forward later on in the year. Yeah. Right. Uh, Natalia Marcial from Napavine. Yep. Yeah. Napavine had its best season in a long time. They finished second in the North Division behind Adna. Yep. One went away from state. Yeah. Um, I think she she finished with 17 goals, four assists. Um, so pretty good. Uh, she was definitely one of the key cogs on that Napavine team. Yep. All right. Uh, Sarah Robbins, Centralia, one of Henry's girls. Yep. Uh, on a team that didn't see a lot of success this year, but she was the definite one bright spot on that team. First team all league. Um, she just didn't have a whole lot of help. All right. Uh, Brooklyn Sandridge on Alaska. Now that you've thrown Centralia firmly under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Sandridge had 23 goals, which I think was second most in our coverage area. Is that a record? It's up there. No. (laughs) Uh, You got Andy Schaffrin from Tonino. Yep. She was was a defender, um, center back, so she didn't get any goals or anything. But uh, Tonino's defense was just uh, tenacious this year. They didn't allow a lot of goals. So um, she was kind of the, the captain back there. All right. Uh, Cameron Sheets from WF West. Is she a junior or a senior? Junior. Okay. It's crazy. What's, um, yeah, and she was, I heard her name a lot uh, early in the season. Pretty good Pretty good year. She is. She was one of those players that was kind of vying for the MVP spot. Um, mm-hmm. She played with a knee brace the entire season, still scored 12 goals. Um, definitely one of the top players in our area. All right. Uh, Presley Smith from Adna. North Division MVP. Mm-hmm. Um Help the Pirates outscore opponents 60 to 15, 12 goals. All right. Maddie Stark from Adna. Stark was the best defender on that Adna defense, which was really good. Uh, they only allowed 15 goals all season. She was the sweeper on there. All right. And then the last one, Mackenzie Taliaferro from Napavine. Yep. Napavine's leading scorer, 20 goals. Um, again, they had their best season in a long time. And then she was the uh, C2BL North Division offensive MVP. Yep. Just saying something because Adna had a bunch of kids who scored too. Yeah, yeah, good year for Napa Vine. Just yeah. one, one win away from state. All right, um, and then the other one we've got is all area volleyball. Do you want to run through those real quick? Who is yeah. your Who is your MVP? MVP is Peyton Tory from uh, Mossy Rock. Yep, Mossy Rock. She had three hundred and thirty six kills. I mean, that is just crazy. Is by far the most of anyone. That's a lot. What's it? What grade is she? Junior? Junior. She's a junior. Yeah. She's one of those kids that feels like she's been in school for five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's been a starter since she was a freshman. Also yeah. had 367 digs, 57 aces, 53 blocks, hit uh, at a 33% ish clip, and served 95% from the, the service line. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was. That was a much easier pick for us, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Monsterock was pretty well represented on the All Area team. You've got Haley Brooks on here and um, Paige Hoteling. Hoteling. How do you pronounce that? Hoteling. Hoteling. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Brooks had a hoteling. Like traveling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Road trip. laughs> uh, Brooks was one of the best uh, servers in our area. Hundred aces, which is the most of anyone in our coverage area and hoteling was another good hitter um, for nap for Mossy rock 283 kills. Yeah. She hit for a better percentage too. Um, they were just so ver- Mossy Mossy rock was so versatile this year. All three of those players could hit from the inside outside. They could serve really well. They could play in the back row if they needed to. So um, yeah, they were, they were all obvious selections. Mm-hmm. All right. You got Madison Faye from Adda and Kendall Humphrey from Adda. Yeah. Uh, Faye ended up with 160 kills and that's without, you know, missing the last two weeks of the regular season because they were in COVID protocol. Um, uh, who else was there? Kendall oh, Humphrey. the Kimble only Humphrey. freshman on our list. She was good. She was, she was definitely one of Adam's top players. Yeah. Um, helped them to their first state birth in seven years. Uh, actually got more kills than, uh, Madison Faye throughout the year. So, yeah. um, good season for she's, her. She's going to be really good. All right. And you've got, uh, Dakota Hamilton and Morgan Hamilton. Why have one Hamilton when you could have two? <laughs> Cause uh, one of them, uh, wait, dished, yeah. One of them was the, uh, the setter. I believe that was Dakota and she was the one feeding sister Morgan all season long for all her kills. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Dakota 315 assists, 
with 64 kills, and Morgan had 228 kills and 534 digs. Yeah, it's a lot. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you've also got Kira O'Neill from Napavine. Yeah, they they had sort of a probably a down year by by their standards, but were really young. And she was one of the older players on the team as a sophomore. Um, she had why can I find two hundred seven kills. Yeah, sixty six block kills. Yep, fifty one digs. Yep. Second team all league honors. Yeah, yeah, yep, pretty good, accurate, not bad. Uh, Morgan Rogerson from WF West. Yeah, top four in almost every statistical category for the Bearcats, who also had a down year for them, but she was she was really good. Um, Evie Rookledge from Centralia was the best server in our area, 99% for the second year in a row. She was just spot on. She never missed a hardly ever okay, missed a serve. Explain this like I haven't been a local sports reporter for years. 99% serving, what does that mean? It means you like don't you commit just, an error. You, you get it over, get the, over net the net in play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think good is pretty much anything in like 90% ish. 99% is pretty freaking good. I mean, that's like almost yeah. automatic every time you rarely see 99%, um, which is what you want. Cause you start every point with a serve. So if yeah. you're, you know, below there, so yeah, she was really solid. And then you also talk about our defense, uh, 23 digs per game is really good when Centralia didn't really have any blockers. Um, they're, they're kind of short. So she had to dig up the entire floor while when you, you know when you go over in Mossy Rock when they have three blockers, their uh, back row only has to dig up the lanes. Um, they don't have to dig up the whole floor, so it's even more impressive when you look at it like that. Okay, and the final one. There's uh, some volleyball analysis. Wow, for you. I, I've learned a lot. I hope you have. <laughs> uh, you Roizen- only get that from this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Nowhere else. They're going to give uh, you that in depth. No, Roizenstol. Roshin. R- Roshin. Yep. Um, Rochester, again, did not have a very good year, and her numbers were down because they also were in COVID protocol for two... Three weeks. We- three weeks. Yeah. Um, but she was very good from the middle, 42 kills, 42 blocks, and 30 aces with 100 digs. All right. And those are your all-area volleyball and soccer teams. Yep. Great. Uh, what else do you guys want to cover before we go? Wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling starting? Wrestling has started. Okay. Lay it on me. Um, so Centra- also Alec, <laughs> yeah. uh, Centralia in their op- opening meet against white river on Tuesday. No, it was actually on Saturday, Antonio Campos and Jade Hudson, a boy and a girl, each one individual titles Campos, um, probably would have vied for a state championship last year as a freshman at one twenty, but you know, got robbed because of COVID because they didn't have the state tournament. He's probably going to win state this year. I would not be surprised. He was undefeated last season. Uh, and Hudson is really good. I think she got second at regionals last year. Oh, all right. Um, what's uh, what's coming up uh, this weekend that you guys are looking forward to? Are you going down to going down to Portland? Going, going to the Rose City? He is. I'm going to go. You're going to go to the Moda Center and watch the Bearcats play Mark Morris? Yep. Ooh. Ooh. I know, big NBA arena. All right, that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Are you actually covering it? Or are you just gonna buy tickets and sit like in the, I'm gonna the rafters it. and shake your fist at them? No, I'm gonna cover it. It'd be fun to say I shot a you know game from you know the side the NBA arena sideline. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. is playing the next week too, so we'll probably go there. They're the playing down weekend. there the weekend after that. Yeah, against Tootle. Oh, wow, that sounds like fun. Maybe I'll go to that one. Boys or girls? Both. 
Both? Yeah. Oh, all right. I cool. think the girls are going to play Tootle first, and then the boys are going to play them. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, anything else before we check out of here? Um, anything else this week that's I big? Don't I don't think there's any other really huge matchups. Still early season. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting once we get into the league. I'm excited for it. I know some some uh, teams are already getting into league play, but... Um, yeah, I'm excited for basketball. I'm excited yeah. to be indoors while it is 40 degrees outside. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, if you have any suggestions for what we should discuss on the podcast, uh, I don't know, email somebody. Not me, but somebody. <laughs> um, and uh, Or just like tweet at somebody. Again, not me, but somebody. <laughs> suggestions and ideas or send a DM somewhere or whatever. And uh, yeah, we'll discuss it. We're looking at options for basketball going forward. Um, if we don't think anything, we'll just... I don't know, power rank our top five teams on boys and girls every week. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, discuss. So let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening to Sports Dub, sponsored by Gobel Septic and Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 